From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, hell yes, Mr. Rob Roop. Thank you very much. It's me. It's Mike. It's uh, Mike Davidson lives. That's the name of the podcast. Thank you very kindly for downloading it and uh, for hanging out with me for the next half hour as I rant about a few things here and there. Just you and me and uh, the the cough drop that's in my mouth right now. Uh, I didn't want to have like a repeat from a couple episodes back where I practically had no voice. But there was a lot to talk about because I had no voice. Put that off? Huh? Maybe I should have done that tonight. Uh, you might hear a little tapping outside of my window right now. That's um, just basically all the wind and rain that we're getting here in northeast Indiana. As uh, we're just days away from winter. We're days away from Hanukkah too. Man. This year is just flying by before you know it. Uh, you'll be puking in the streets early January 1st. Uh, but one podcast at a time, right? Uh, speaking of podcast episodes, uh, I'm trying to get together this uh, this year in rock. And um, I am going to record it this weekend. I got at least one voice, uh, nailing down a second, maybe third. Might be a tall order just because everybody's schedules are so out there. Uh, but uh, I will have that in the can and ready to go Christmas weekend. And uh, basically, uh, you know, just kind of looking back at stuff. Because, you know, that, that was my wheelhouse for the longest time. I was on the uh, the Bear here in Fort Wayne. I was involved with rock radio in some form or fashion uh, throughout my 17 years of radio experience. And, you know, I know uh, what I like. I know what I don't. As do you, everybody's a critic, but just uh, some things a little troubling on the rock front out there. And, you know, and I'm a fan. I mean, I might be a, I might be turning 43 next month, uh, but I do I do like good music regardless of uh, how new or how old it is. But uh, unfortunately, I just don't hear a lot of great new rock out there. But you know that that's coming up, and uh, we'll just talk about some stuff. All right, um, I did get a chance to watch uh, on Disney Plus last night, because I know it's been out for a few weeks now, but the uh, the holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I am looking forward to Volume 3 coming out next year. Uh, that'll be James Gunn's swan song with uh, with the MCU. And uh, you know, I'll say this, like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 may not have been as strong as the first one, but it was still very entertaining, fun to watch. Uh, and, you know, we got Kurt Russell as the villain. Yeah, that that was in a way it's kind of underrated. There's some things about it that don't work, but uh, I tell you what, uh, that that holiday special I watched last night. Oof, yeah, um, you know, and, and you could probably say that about a whole bunch of the uh, Phase Four Marvel projects, but I, I think uh, it, it was just a little too cringy because the the main point of the plot was. Uh, uh, Drax and Mantis trying to kidnap Kevin Bacon because uh, uh, Peter Quill, played by uh, Chris Pratt, one of the Chris's in Hollywood, as you know, uh, grew up idolizing Kevin Bacon. And, you know, one thing leads to another, and for some odd reason, they let Kevin Bacon sing a song in this Christmas special. I guess that was part of the uh, deal of getting him to, to appear in it. But he just... The the mantis on Drax and the man, mantis and Drax on Earth scenes basically were filler because they just show them walking up and down in Hollywood and then drinking in a gay bar for some odd reason and there probably could have been a lot more comedy with the gay bar scene uh, but it was just kind of in there for 
I, I don't even know why it was in there. I mean, nothing bad happened in that scene. It wasn't like there was no all-out orgy. It was just, it was just, it was just there, you know, just like the whole the whole on Earth thing. Uh, if they cut that out and made it like half an hour instead of forty-five minutes, maybe this would have been a little more bearable. But it just went on and on, and some of the jokes were just kind of cringy, very cringy. Uh, moving on to comedy, though. Um, by the way, congrats to the the, the great Sandu as the late, great Norm MacDonald would call Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is getting the Mark Twain Prize for comedy. Way to go. Uh, that's basically a nice way of uh, saying suck it to all the co- uh, critics that didn't like your movies. Uh, he's I don't know if he is the most... Uh, the, the most... Uh, I, I don't know, in terms of net value... The biggest box office star to ever come out of Saturday Night Live. I, you know, given the numbers for Billy Madison and uh, other movies that he's been in, I mean, he's he's certainly up there. Uh, he's certainly way above Chris Kattan. Uh, but you know, it's just nice to see him get his uh, uh, get 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 a nice little round of applause uh, from some people that may have been rolling their eyes at him a while back. And this isn't just like something to hand out to anybody. I mean. Uh, some of the people that they have given uh, the Mark Twain Award to include David Letterman, Steve Martin, uh, Dave Chappelle, which everybody loves, right? Everybody loves Chappelle. More on him here in just a second. But congrats to him. But um, uh, the one thing I wanted to kind of bring up is, uh, you know, they have these um, actor-on-actor videos. And that's where uh, Jennifer Lawrence put her foot in her mouth saying that she was the first female action star to Viola Davis for whatever reason. Well, uh, Adam Sandler and his uh, co-star from Airheads, Brandon Fraser, did this. And this is where I felt like an absolute dick. And it kind of shows um, how stupid uh, a lot of entertainment media is when it comes to Canadian-born celebrities, because for the longest time, we all were saying Chad Kroger from Nickelback, and I think it's just because we got Kroger down here stateside at the grocery stores. Let's go Krogering. No, no, that's pronounced Kruger. Chad Kruger. And he said nobody ever really asked me how to pronounce it. Same thing with Brendan Fraser. Because during this video, uh, Sandler asked him, so is it Fraser? And Brendan kind of looked up and goes, no, dude, it's it's Fraser. It's uh, like the Razor. You know, you should step up closer to one because he's making fun of Sandler's beard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, how we've all been saying Fraser and not Fraser. And it just, I mean, I, it's not too often I feel like a dick for mispronouncing somebody's name, but it's it's. Brandon Fraser's kind of like the uh, Canadian version of Keanu Reeves. I don't think anybody's got anything really bad to say about him. I mean, you might not like all of his movies, but he doesn't come off like an ass. So we've been saying Brendan Fraser's name wrong for all these years. And uh, to, to if the off chance he downloads this, I apologize. Um, and I uh, hope you uh, clean up with the award season here coming up. But uh, they, they were talking, and by the way, just to show you how cool Adam Sandler is. They were talking about Airheads. And you know how him and uh, Steve Buscemi, or is it Buscemi? Or is it Buscemi? I don't know. Uh, somebody asked Steve how you pronounce his last name. The three of them are the band in the ba- uh, the movie. And uh, the director did not want to cast Brendan Fraser 
uh, in the role because he just didn't see it. And Adam Sandler, like, I think he called him up, the director, or went over to his house and said, it's like four in the morning, hey, listen, you cast Brendan or I'm not doing the movie. And lo and behold, history was made. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty cool of Sandler there. Um, you know, if Sandler wants to step away from the acting thing, because he's got enough money, if he wants to be my agent, I don't have an agent. I don't, I don't think I'm successful enough to have an agent. Quite frankly, but yeah, if I that's kind of the loyalty and ball breaking mentality I love, and I think that was just a, a pretty solid thing that uh, Adam Sandler did. And of course, uh, Airheads being a very classic film now. All right, so uh, Chappelle out in San Fran earlier this week, he and uh, Chris Rock are doing this uh, uh, double up comedy tour thing. So you get a little Chris Rock, a little Dave Chappelle, some laughs had by all, and they're in San Francisco. And he brings out Elon Musk. And the crowd boos Elon for five minutes because of all the things he's doing with Twitter. And, of course, it's funny because it's San Francisco and uh, a lot of people out there don't have a sense of humor. But uh, Dave, man, he, there is no chill with this guy. When it cut, even if he is hanging out with Elon Musk or uh, he's joking around with the crowd because he, he looked at Elon during the booing and goes, I think some of those people are the, uh, the people you fired. And then the booing kept going, and Dave turned his attention to the audience and goes, Hey, guys, your seats ain't that good. <laughs> so that, that's what's kind of going on uh, with uh, Chappelle and Musk out in San Fran. Um, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm more or less booing the old guys that ran to, uh, Twitter uh, before Elon. And like I've said before, Twitter could crash and burn under Elon Musk's uh, stewardship. I wouldn't care, necessarily. Uh, just as long as he's not doing the nefarious things that uh, the people running it beforehand were, as we're finding out with the Twitter files. Okay, so, speaking of nefarious, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried arrested. Oh, no! And facing a whole slew of charges. And it was kind of funny, because it happened earlier this week, and uh, somebody was interviewing him. And, uh, you know, she posted this on Twitter of uh, Sam's comments. He goes, yeah, but I don't think I'm going to be arrested. That, and then later that day he was, and uh, Freezing Cold Takes, which is primarily a uh, Twitter sports account that likes to highlight some really uh, stupid, stupid takes by people in sports media or athletes or coaches. And uh, if things go rotten, just to prove them wrong, just to rub it in, they retweeted that. That's how bad that was. Yeah, I, I kind of get it too because um, the guy basically ruined a whole bunch of people's financial futures. And I mean, when you're using, when you're using your own money, uh, using the company's money uh, to basically buy your parents' houses and other things, and the new CEO comes and going, "What the hell you did? What, what what's with these books? Uh, you're not fit to." to run anybody's finances. So he's coming back stateside. He's in the Bahamas. And I got no problem with that. I know that there are some people on the right that are a little pissed off about it, going, well, that's convenient. He was supposed to testify in front of the House. And I kind of get what you're saying, but given all the January 6th stuff where, uh, you know, you have all these politicians martyring, the, martyring themselves on the left... You'll probably get that on the right and nothing gets really resolved. My only concern is if uh, Sam Bankman-Fried sitting in a jail cell waiting for these charges and, you know, wanting to make a deal 
And all of a sudden, uh, his prison guards decide to take a 15-minute nap with the cameras off. I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I don't think, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, I, I don't think that was an accident. And if uh, given some of the people that uh, Freed ripped off, yeah, keep an eye, close eye on this dude. But crypto is such a... Um, a trip uh, a tricky thing i mean he even said he didn't know what crypto was which should have been your first clue not to give this guy your money um but uh you know how he had his logo all over the place he had uh, super bowl commercials and all that stuff he had tom brady and larry david and and steph curry you know kind of um, you know promoting his product and they're getting sued well that's happening all over the place I mean, it was this uh, board ape nft now, uh, a bunch of celebrities involved with that. Uh, Justin Bieber, Jimmy Fallon, Serena Williams. They're getting sued. Now, I want to say this, and I said this before with FTX. If you are getting, and I'm paraphrasing, because like I said, you know, if you're getting, making your financial decisions with Larry David, Steph Curry, Tom Brady, you're making it off what they're saying. You deserve to lose your money. Uh, I'm kind of using that same mentality if you're, oh, I should get him the board NFT because Justin Bieber said so. That's not how that works. Remember, Wu-Tang Financial, you got to diversify your your money, brother. And I'm paraphrasing that because otherwise uh, I'll be canceled. Um, but yeah, just, just because as a celebrity tells you to do something or endorses something, you don't just jump all in. Although it does bring up, uh, if you ever seen the Firefest documentary on Netflix, and that that's trippy still to this day. Um, you know, celebrities getting sued. You know, you had all those supermodels who posted uh, how they were excited to go to Firefest on their Instagram, and they were getting sued. And it kind of resulted now in this FTC thing where if you're doing something online, Twitter or Facebook, you have to hashtag advertisement for it to, you know, cover your ass. Will that work in the long run with all these celebrities getting sued? Because, I mean, if they're involved with TV commercials and radio commercials and people, for the most part, know their advertisements, will a hashtag on Twitter save you? I am leaning not. Because if there's money to be made, a lawyer will help you find it. Okay. So that's the crypto stuff. Uh, this, again, a downer. Grant Wall, the uh, the soccer journalist who died over there in uh, Qatar over the weekend, uh, 48 years old. Uh, bronchitis. Uh, they have had his body flown back to the States. Uh, and uh, a corner here. Uh, well, not here, but out, out in New York City, uh, performed the autopsy, and I guess uh, uh, Grant's widow, and it sucks saying that, uh, she said that he died of, a, of an aortic aneurysm. So basically, something in his heart popped, and when, once that happened, he didn't have long. And he was battling bronchitis in the days leading up to that, so I can, I can see that aggravating that quite a bit. Um, but uh, the coroner said, COVID not involved in this so all you germaphobes stop right there and the covid vaccine not involved so all of you um pandemic types don't jump on that i don't 
don't know. That was I never went for the COVID thing on that when I was um, doing the conspiracy thing in my brain. Uh, I was going off of what his brother said. His brother uh, being gay, and that's the reason why Wall was wearing that T-shirt out in the stadium. And his brother said, uh, you know, I think this is foul play. Uh, you know, he's describing all these things like, uh, you know, his brother wearing the shirt, uh, getting harassed by people, somebody being in his rental or some shit. It was really weird, but his brother has since walked that back, you know, because he was upset. But I don't know. If, if I was going to go conspiracy theory here, I wouldn't have done the whole COVID thing because I've put that so far out of my mind um but uh just the fact that somebody was in his rental nobody's raising uh anything about that uh medications maybe for his bronchitis nobody saying anything i don't know but it looks like this is natural causes it looks like no foul play is involved i really don't have anything concrete because when you're doing a conspiracy theory you, you don't but I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything there, but it's kind of hard not to smell something in the air in terms of smoke. Um, but still, that's, that's kind of crazy, the timing of all of this. Um, by the way, uh, if you are unvaccinated from COVID, did you know you're more likely to get into a car wreck? <laughs> Uh, if I don't, I, yeah, I actually do have this up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page, uh, a little more in depth, but the study says that while there's no direct correlation with, uh, with the vaccine, what they're intending here, and they, they got these stats that if you're vaccinated, you're more likely to take fewer risks on the road and obey the rules of the road more than somebody that, uh, is unvaccinated. So basically you're unruly if you're unvaccinated. Um, my my point though would be that uh, if you're unvaccinated you're more likely to get into a car wreck because you're more likely to be outside and not hiding in your house from the germ yeah they they got a study for this shit and it's and, and basically the pandemic is over i mean if and i know they're pushing this triple demic thing but i mean you know the flu is always going going to be out there covid in some form or fashion is going to be out there Although a little weaker than when it initially came out, um, they're still pushing this. It's it's amazing. Who is worried about this? I'm not. Like I said, I've moved on to other crazy ass conspiracy theories. That's how my mind works. I get bored with the old stuff. Um, okay, let's uh, let's go back last summer here, or, or you know, yeah, this past summer. Uh, you remember? When uh, DeSantis, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis down in uh, Florida, uh, had that bill passed that said, okay, basically kids 10 and under should not be told anything about sex really by their teachers. You know, just, to, you know, because they, there's concerns that you, you could be sharing too much with their kids. And of course, this whole became don't say gay. And people thought, well, they don't want gay people down in Florida. If that was the case, uh, Governor DeSantis would have bust everybody from Key West up to um, Nantucket. And there's only uh, uh, so many bed and breakfasts to go around, right? That wasn't it at all. But, but you know, that was kind of the narrative from the media and uh, other politicians that 
didn't really like uh, didn't like this law. And you remember uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor from California, he was actually put, I guess they were putting up billboards in Florida saying, say gay, and trying to get people to move out to California. Um, just kind of rub it in on DeSantis. Well, I got a news story here that if Ron was so emboldened, maybe he could put billboards up in California. Because this story is basically why a law like what was passed down in Florida was passed. And no, I'm not for outlawing gay people. That's effing stupid. You know, but uh, I am all about making the lives miserable of people that do try to sexualize kids. Gay or straight, okay? Uh, this comes from Claremont, California. And I'm going to read you some stuff, a few paragraphs here. Uh, parents were furious, and Claremont police were investigating claims of students being forced to mingle with topless men and drunk adults at a private holiday party Saturday. I guess this is a couple weekends back. At a special session of the California Unified School District Board of Education, parents called for the resignation of Board President Stephen Lanusa, who was noticeably absent at this uh, this function. So, okay. Uh, the guy has not resigned, and he was not there to meet the ire of the parents. Okay. Uh, the CHS chamber singers present Saturday evening were subjected to an environment that broke countless district and ED code rules at the invitation of a school board member. So they were at, I guess, somebody's house. Um, sadly, there is no apology that can help our kids unsee and unfeel the events that took place in his home said uh, pr uh, parent Zaprina Ho. The uh, district and Claremont police are investigating allegations of misconduct after Claremont High School choir students said they were forced to mingle with topless men like Chippendale dancers. They even have like a picture of this with the news story. I have this up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. I mingle with topless men and drunken adults at uh, Lou Lanosa's party at his home Saturday night. What else we got? Some of the men can be seen with the adults in the photo, which has been shared among the parents. Gabriel Lozano said his daughter was one of the more than dozen choir students who were hired to perform at the party. Lozano said the students were told to arrive early, but were forced to wait longer than expected. They were offered an open bar. So this uh, school board member was trying to get these kids drunk. They were offered an open bar and to socialize with the half-naked men, the dirty Santa, who made disgusting comments to our children. Uh, after a public comment, the school board went to closed session, um, and uh, I guess uh, this was from NBC LA. They reached out to Lansuna, but have yet to hear back from the dude. So, okay, the the whole don't say gay thing in Florida, which was never about outlawing gay people uh, it was about keeping uh, the whole sexualization away from pe uh, kids and here you have here you have a school board member bringing high school kids kids under 18 to his house where uh, apparently he's into topless dudes and crude santa and getting kids drunk yeah i would have a big problem with that also um there's a <sighs> This is kind of another thing. What teacher, what choir director would say this is okay to go and do? 
And why weren't the parents a little more concerned? Or, oh, we're going to a school board member's house. There's, there's nothing to be wrong. The only time you should have students around a school board member or a teacher should be at the school out in public at, at a safe holiday party or whatever the hell you want to call it. You know, where you have witnesses and there's less likely to be male strippers here. Okay, this is the reason why a law like that was passed down in Florida. And be it, it was for 10 and under, but you have high school students that are um, subjected to this crap here. And, you know, it's, it's not just gay people that would do this. Straight people do this, too. I mean, how many times have we had the... Uh, the the uh, MILF teacher uh, jumped the bones of a 16-year-old dude or the burvy uh, old guy do this with a uh, younger girl. It, there has to be that line of separation between student and uh, faculty member, teacher, school board member. And parents need to realize this. Teachers need to realize this. And this dumbass should have realized it. But he was probably cool with, uh, with doing it. And the fact that he was not at the school board meeting and he's hiding and had no nothing to add, yeah, no. This dude needs to be fired, he needs to be taken care of, and this is why te more parents need to be more proactive about what their kids are doing. Not to sound like a grumpy old man here, but Jesus Christ, dude, I mean, not, th this should never have happened. There should have been a whole bunch of red flags. Oh, we're just going over to this grown man's house for the weekend and uh, don't worry about us uh, by the way speaking of grown ass man uh, Jeremiah Johnson is a grown ass 12 year old man apparently uh, I also have this on Mike Davidson Facebook page have you seen this dude he's, I, he got some like um, for some football league he's in and he's 12 years old allegedly and I say allegedly because when you take a look at him you'll notice a mustache and I'm not talking like um 15-year-old Taco Bell employee pimples on both sides of his face uh, mustache. I'm talking about a dude that could go into a liquor store and never be carded. Like, he could go and buy me a six-pack of Coors Light, but I would never ask him that because I'm not a member of a school board out in California. Right? There's no way this dude is only 12. That much. To have that kind of mustache, you have to take a look at this. It's crazy. I mean, like the goatee I have probably takes me about two weeks to grow. And it's mostly decent, but there's like this weird gap on the left side of my face. Yeah, I, I my, my facial hair game uh, pales in comparison to this alleged 12-year-old. Check that out. Oh, and uh, by the way, the uh, the Michael Jordan LeBron James debate has been settled uh, because the NBA just recently announced that they're going to rename the MVP award in honor of not LeBron James, Michael Jordan, six uh, six time NBA champion, uh, five time MVP. I think the only person that um, has won it more than Michael Jordan would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But uh, Michael Jordan has four syllables in his name. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, six. Maybe if they called him uh, Kareem Jabbar. No? Make, make that work? Anyway, what I'm getting at here is LeBron James' name is not on the damn trophy. 
So please, please stop trying to come up with these comparisons. I don't care how many more points he's got. Uh, you know, and I'm not the world's biggest Michael Jordan fan, but he's got the six trophies, and uh, there's a reason for it. So, yeah, take take what you can from that. By the way, not looking forward to next week as I'm wrapping this up. Not because Christmas is on the way. I love Christmas. Um, but uh, what was I looking at here? It was uh, the, the AccuWeather. Uh, they're saying that uh, a historically cold snap heading our way from Siberia. And some parts of the country could be like minus 40. I'm thinking this would be the Plain States. They're, uh, they're hinting that the records could be broken from the 1980s. So 40-year-old temperature records could be broken just in time for Christmas. Just in time uh, for you to get in the car and head to Grandma's house, if that's what you're going to do. Or you freeze your ass off at the airport or whatever. Um, you know, just, uh, just kind of saying, hey, uh, that's what they're expecting next week. They might have better details here. In the coming days but just be safe doing your holiday travel and if you're staying at home be safe uh if if this weather is what they're saying it's going to be there's no way in hell that weekend i'm leaving the house none at all nope not me so that's what you have to look forward to and again um, we'll have uh, more details next time about the year in rock show that i'll be cutting and uh, something to look forward to or complaining, only it's going to be more specified this time. With that all said and done, uh, talk to you later. Stay fresh. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live.